My dear, honorable, respected brothers and sisters, children and elders, may peace, mercy, and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon each and every one of you. We are now reaching the end of the summer holidays and a return to the academic year. The physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual growth of our progeny, our families, our descendants continue with every passing moment. Understanding child psychology and the Islamic principles of raising children is a lengthy topic. So today, we will reflect on a few points that will help us move positively in the right direction. The question that we must ask ourselves it is what direction are they going in and growing in? More importantly, we ask ourselves, why do we have children and what is our goal? I pray that by the end of this khutbah, we can achieve five things. First, establish the right intention for having children. Second, we must know the importance of imparting the knowledge necessary to live a faithful life. Third, that we can grant them the correct companionship. Fourth, that we may inculcate in them the love of the Prophet ﷺ and the prophetic way. And lastly, that we may supplicate for them during every stage of their growth and journey. So first, my dear brothers and sisters, we must establish the right intention for having children, for Islam is a religion that emphasizes the importance of intentions. For any deed to be considered as an act of worship, it must be done with sincere intention, with the correct niyyah. If we have the correct intention, then the years spent raising them becomes an act of ibadah, it becomes an act of worship. Our beloved Prophet ﷺ said, Indeed, deeds are judged by intentions. Every man will be rewarded for what they intend. The higher objectives of Islamic law dictate our reason for having children is purely so that they may know their Lord and their Maker. The maqasid al-shari'ah set out by the lawgiver himself ensures human welfare in pursuit of every possible benefit and avoiding any potential danger. Among the objectives of Islamic law are the preservation of lineage, life, faith, and dignity. Hence, as the heart and the mind are interconnected, what we intend will influence our thoughts and then our actions. In another hadith, our beloved Prophet ﷺ mentioned, Verily, in the body is a piece of flesh, which if sound, the entire body is sound, and if corrupt, the entire body is corrupt. Truly, it is the heart. This means that the connection between the heart and our intentions is closer than we think. Our limbs and likewise intentions depend upon the state of our heart. 
We renew our intentions that our existence and the existence of our progeny and lineage is primarily for the sake of knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah reminds us in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, la takhunu allaha wal rasul, wa takhunu amanatikum wa antum ta'lamun. Believers, do not betray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the messenger or knowingly betray other people's trust in you. وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ فِتْنَةٌ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ عِنْدَهُ أَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ Be aware that your possessions and your children are only a test and that there is a tremendous reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The raising of our children is not a passive matter. It is a trust given to us by Allah. May He help us in upholding that trust. Do not think for a moment that this is an easy task. Raising pious progeny is a trial, but the reward is eternal and enormous. Second, we must know the importance of imparting the knowledge necessary to live a faithful life. Children are a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But with this gift comes an amana, a tremendous responsibility as well. It is our job to make sure that our younger generation, our youth, and our children become hardworking, productive, and most importantly, God-conscious individuals. May they be an asset to themselves, their parents, their families, and the entire community. Our beloved Prophet said, when a person dies, his actions discontinue from him except three things. First, perpetual charity, sadaqa jariya. Second, knowledge by which benefit is acquired. And third and finally, a pious child who prays for him. We strive to teach our children sound, balanced, and authentic traditional religion. May they know the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May they thank Him for every blessing and praise Him often. May they seek refuge in Him from all evils. We must ensure that the foundation of knowledge is built upon love and kindness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is kind and loves kindness, our beloved Prophet tells us. Make the journey of knowing the Almighty and learning this beautiful faith an exciting discovery for them. We learn from dua of Yusuf alayhim as-salam, فَاطِرَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَنْتَ وَلِيِّ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ تَوَفَّنِي مُسْلِمًا وَأَلْحِقْنِي بِالصَّالِحِينَ He prayed, Creator of the heavens and the earth, you are my protector in this world and in the hereafter. Let me die in true devotion to you. Join me with the righteous. The knowledge regarding rights, responsibilities, and objectives of life have to be taught on the foundations of love and compassion. Only then can we build a bright and promising future for our generations. May we look back on the day of judgment with happiness for how we nurtured our children. Third, we provide them with the correct suhbah, with the correct companionship. Suhbah has a major effect on who our children turn out to be. They are a direct result of their experiences. 
surround them with positive experiences, positive people, positive speech, and positive thought. They will learn more from what you do than what you tell them to do, so show them the correct way. Be kind and friendly to them and explain to them the importance of good companionship. The Prophet tells us, a person will be with those whom he loves. Make sure that they know that you love them and care for them and want the best for them. Give them the companionship of those that love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and love the Prophet and love beneficial knowledge. Earn their trust. They should feel comfortable speaking to you about anything without the fear of being chastised or judged. You must provide them a good education and the greatest school that your child can go to is the school of mom and dad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, إِنَّمَا وَلِيُّكُمُ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الَّذِينَ يُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ وَيُؤْتُونَ الزَّكَاةِ وَهُمْ رَاكِعُونَ Your true allies are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His Messenger, the believers, those who keep up the prayer, pay the prescribed charity, and bow down in worship. Our children are watching, listening, and learning from us. Our ethics and our morals will directly shape what type of adult our children are going to be in the next decade or two. Fourth, we must instill in them the love of the Prophet and love of the prophetic way. Teach them the seerah, the biography of our beloved Prophet Teach them the sheeds, devotional songs of praise. If our children love the Prophet, they will automatically love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Children need the knowledge necessary to be firmly rooted in their faith, and that is learned in the lived example of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, did not leave behind wealth, man mansions, or gold. The prophetic inheritance is inheritance of knowledge. The Prophet personality is an inspiration for all periods, all generations, all nations, and all places. The Prophet said, Indeed, among the believers with the most complete faith is the one who is the best in conduct and the most kind to his family. Prophetic teachings such as cleanliness, good adab and mannerisms, individual and communal rights, upholding the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and upholding the rights of humanity are all principles that need to be practiced by us first and then taught to our children. And lastly, we continue to supplicate for them during every stage of their growth and journey. One of the ways to keep our hearts directed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to regularly recite a supplication that our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would often say, Allahumma musarrif al-qulub, sarrif qulubana ala ta'atik. O Allah, the controller of the hearts, direct our hearts to your obedience. The Quran reminds us that the people of paradise are those that pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for righteous and good offspring. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا
Our Lord, give us joy in our spouses and offspring. Make us good examples to those who are aware of you. Ulaika yujazawna al-ghurfata bima sabaru wa yulaqawna fiha tahiyyatan wa salama. These servants will be rewarded with the highest place in paradise for their steadfastness. There they will be met with greetings and peace. Khalidina fiha hasunat mustaqarran wa muqama. There they will stay a happy home and resting place. So in conclusion, we recognize that every era has its challenges. However, we have the tools and principles necessary to raise loving, caring, purposeful, and God-conscious children. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to fulfill our responsibilities in raising the next generation. We have a monumental task ahead of us and an even greater reward awaits us. May we embody the prophetic parental attributes. May we soften our children's hearts in a manner that is pleasing to our Maker. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us as we nurture our children's natural inclination towards the truth. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم